Good morning. Today is Friday, February 4th, 2022. The name of our Parsha, this week's Torah portion, Truma, the word means a gift, an offering. And it begins this monumental project of constructing the Mishkan, the sanctuary that God commanded the Jewish people to build. And it begins with the following words. God said to Moshe as follows, Speak to the children of Israel, and take for me a truma, a gift, an offering, from every person whose heart moves them to make this gift, to contribute this offering. From them, you should take this offering. Clearly, the words of the verse are telling us that all of the materials that were collected to build the Mishkan were voluntarily offered. This was the first Jewish fundraising campaign in all of history. Each person gave voluntarily. As their heart moved them, that's what they would give. What they would give, how much they would give, that was up to each person. This was fundraising. I do want to point out that what I'm saying right now is clearly the meaning of the, the, the simple meaning of the words. There are some commentators that disagree with that statement, but clearly this is the pshat, the simple meaning of the words. And this verse sets in motion the major mitzvah of tzedakah, in all of its different forms, which is so central to Jewish life and so central to Jewish character. So I want to share with you an incredible insight that I read from Sivan Rahav Meir. She tells the following story. It happened a number of years ago. She says that she was with her family and they were shopping together in a supermarket. And when they went to the checkout, the uh, cashier gave to one of the children a little a toy, a little inflatable, a rubber ball. And the rubber ball had the logo of Strauss. Now, Strauss is one of the largest ice cream companies in Israel. So, you know, you can understand why they're giving out this, this uh, present, this gift to little children as their, as their families come checking out at the grocery store. Okay, it doesn't take too much uh, to understand the wisdom of that. Okay. So her three-year-old son takes the toy and he's playing with the toy. And they're on their way home. 
They're in the car, and the boy drops the ball. So he says, Ima, he says to his mother, Tisivan, he said, Would you please pick up the ball that says, Eat ice cream? And Sivan and her husband were amazed that he said that because there was nothing written on the ball. And at three years old, this little boy didn't know how to read anyway. The only thing that was there was the ice cream company's logo. But that was enough for him to understand the message because, of course, he has seen this logo everywhere on TV shows, on billboards, on signs. And so he was able to make this connection at only three years of age to know exactly what this ball means. It means to eat ice cream. And Sivan further noticed that what her son said was not pick up the ball that says ice cream. He, the words that her three-year-old son were, pick up the ball that says eat ice cream. And she thought to herself that the people in the marketing department at Strauss were brilliant because they had gotten this message across to eat ice cream to a three-year-old just from a ball. But a little bit later, Sivan started to think herself to herself, it was not such a great thing because she had assumed as a parent that she was the one educating her child, that she was the one that was giving messages to her child, not some advertising agency. And here it turns out that this advertising agency is giving these subconscious messages that already at the age of three, he had picked up. Why is he getting messages from some company and not getting the messages from me? So she was a little perturbed by that. A little while later, they were at the playground with a friend. And so she was with, Sivan was with her friend and the children of both of them were playing. And the children of the other woman were playing with this woman's purse. And her three-year-old daughter, this is the daughter of her friend, three-year-old daughter dropped a coin on the ground. And she said to her mother, Ima, I dropped the tzedakah. She did not say, I dropped the money or I dropped the coin. Because unlike most people, she did not associate that object with the materialistic things that she could buy with it. 
what she had been educated with from her infant years already at the age of three is that a coin is first and foremost used for charity, used for tzedakah. That's what a coin is. That's what she had absorbed by the age of three, without any lessons, without any signs, without any billboards. The coin came into this world in order that we should give it to others. That's the purpose of the coin. And this is, of course, the essence of tzedakah, and we've discussed this before. Money that we have is not really ours. We're just the steward, the trustee, to make sure that it gets to the right place. But what an amazing experience of seeing how this three-year-old child had absorbed by osmosis that this is what this object is without ever having to be overtly taught. And at that moment, Sivan smiled to herself because she realized it is possible for us as parents and grandparents to ingrain messages from infancy just as well as, if not more than, the gigantic advertising agencies and companies that want us to spend the money on their products. It's possible to ingrain from infancy that money is first and foremost to be used for tzedakah. It began in our Parsha and it continues today. But it will only continue if we imprint it on our children and our grandchildren that money is first and foremost to be used for tzedakah. My friends, I want to wish you a great day and I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.